0: the best way to call college coaches. I know you guys have been waiting for this podcast and here it is. This is the college soccer and this is how to play college soccer. Let's get into it. So how to call coaches. 90% of the time, the coaches are going to ask you for a phone call. Now you can cold call them, which I love if you're like, I'm willing to. I love that personality about you. But They're not going to pick up the phone 90% of the time. And if you leave a message, they're not going to check it. You know, it's their office line. They get a lot of calls. It's just not very efficient. They don't want to look at a landline. They have to be in the office for that. It's just not efficient, especially in today's day and age. Like nobody wants to look at their voice messages on their landline. So how do you get their cell phone? That's different. Cold calling their cell phone, that's a good idea. But – It's just difficult to get on the phone and call them. Now, I admire people be like, oh, you should cold call. You know, that's brave of you. I'm saying that's inefficient. There's way better ways to do it. The best way to do it is to have a genuine conversation with them for months at a time. They then ask you for a call. And then by that time, they want to get on the call with you. Now, there's a lot of steps here. So I want to start with how to set up the call. So the first thing is you're a freshman, sophomore, junior. You're going, hey, I want to have a call with a college coach first of all if you're a freshman division three coaches want to speak to you on the phone okay that's really important for you to understand because when you are a freshman no other division one schools can talk to you division three schools know that and they're like look this is the from now until june 15th of their sophomore year this is the only chance we have to talk to them without anyone bothering us it's like a it's like a free opportunity so and less competition so they do want to talk to you on the phone so that's that Number two, once it's past June 15th and they want to get on a phone call with you, it's really important that prior to the call, if you want to get that call, you've emailed them with multiple every touch videos, maybe even some full game videos, and you've constantly updated them with your schedule. It takes about two to three months. I'd say, in my experience, about three months to get a phone call with a college coach, but it depends. You know, if they happen to see you earlier, if you go to their ID camp, then it can happen a bit sooner. Now, When the coach says to you – and this is where everybody goes wrong that I've worked with when I first start with them is they go – the coach says, we'd like to schedule a call with you uh, and speak to you. First of all, they're not – they don't really want to speak to your parents. Okay, They just want to speak to the students. The parents, I encourage them to listen in on the call, especially if it's a Zoom meeting or a phone call, but don't say anything. Now, you should have a piece of paper and a pencil in a notebook, you know. Writing down questions you want your son or daughter to ask the coach, or ideally you'd have it prepared beforehand. And I have a list of questions that the coach are going to ask you, as well as a list of questions that you need to be prepared to ask them. But as an adult, as a parent, as a mother or father, you know, you're an expert in your own fields. And, you know, I'm sure you have good instincts as to what the coaches should ask, but they do not want to hear from you. Okay. Especially at the first call. They just want to talk to your kid. In fact, they pretty much never want to talk to you pretty much ever. So when you're on that first call, just be mindful parents to not get too involved but having you know giving your kids tips is a good idea now when the coaches email you we'd like to schedule a call with you when are you available you this is the part that everybody messes up and then i would say like 60 percent of calls don't ever happen because of this mistake which is they email you would like to set up a call and you say i'm available whenever you are and no specific times are are made and then they try and call you, you miss them, then you try and call them back, you miss them, and then they get over it and then they, they stop because it's just taking too long. Now you would think – to and I'm, I'm criticizing college coaches here a little bit. I don't understand. There's so many automations now, Call Lee. They should just have a link. You click the link. You schedule a call. You get automatic reminders and then you have a phone call. But college coaches' schedules are so erratic. They're not like a normal job, you know. They could get a call at three in the morning that one of their players just got arrested. That happened to my college team. You know, so it's so difficult for them to like have a consistent schedule. They may be calling you out of the blue, driving to so and so. They may have a wedding they're going to and then they're gonna call you. You know, so that's why it's so erratic. So what you need to do is this, you're gonna say, Dear coach, I'm really excited to have the opportunity to speak to you on the phone. I am available from this time to this time between these dates and these dates. However, I'm happy to arrange my schedule around yours. So now you've given them specific times so they can pick, makes their life easier, but you haven't been rude about it. You haven't been like, you can call me at this time. You've ended the sentence with, but I'm you know, i happy to arrange my schedule around yours. Now the coaches will say, how does this time work? And then you say yes. And then the phone call can happen much more likely. Now, 90% of my students set up that whole sequence and still – the coaches don't call or you call them because they haven't called you yet and they don't pick up the phone. So who's calling who, for example, traditionally, once you've written that email, they will call you, right? You don't have to call them. But if five minutes goes by, call them for sure. Like, don't be shy. Call them and they can tell. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just, you know, I was good. My child was crying. You know, they have families, too. And be like, thank you so much for calling. So you should definitely call if you set a time and they don't show up, call them. Then text them and say, hey, coach, I'm not sure if this is still a good time for you, but I'm available. If you are, if not, I'm happy to reschedule. And then they'll usually text back, I'm so sorry, da 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 happened, let's reschedule. To be honest with you, you're just building an even stronger relationship if they miss the call, assuming they respond to your next text message. So it's not the end of the world if they don't call you. But for a young child, and this is the part where I do criticize coaches a bit – you know, for a 15-, 16-year-old kid who's, like, super excited to talk to their dream coach and then they don't call, it's like being stood up on a date. You know, it hurts their feelings. They're like, oh, do you not like me? Even though it has nothing to do with the student almost ever. But the student's a young man or, or or girl or a woman. So, you know, you guys don't know. You're like, oh, man, maybe they don't like me. You just – because you're so young, you always assume it's about you, which is normal because you're so young. But it's often not. The college coaches are just really, really busy. So – once you've set up that time and say they don't show up on the call, do not give up. Please text them again. Say, oh, here's some more updates. I've sent a video. Often my students are like, look, they never got back to me. And I emailed them again, asked for for a call, and then I still haven't heard from them. That's normal. That is a part of the process. So you do what, we, what we've what we trained you to do. Send video, update them with your schedule. Are you going to go to NAD camp? What about a fall game? Don't give up. If they wanted to talk to you once and didn't show up, they still want to talk to you. It's just that schedules get busy. Okay. Now, how do you talk to the coaches? Okay. Now you're, you've got them on the phone. What are they going to ask you? You know, what's going to happen when you're speaking to the coaches? So there's quite a few things that is going to happen during the call. Okay. So first of all, they're going to have a series of questions for you. And one of those questions is going to be, and I can pretty much guarantee this, it's going to be, how is the recruiting process going? Okay. And you need to have a good answer for this question. there's a few ways that I recommend you to answer this question. One of the ways I recommend is you already have hopefully spoken to other coaches because here's the thing college coaches and yeah college coaches are really smart but they're also cautious meaning they saw you maybe one video clip or a video clip or maybe they watched your whole video or maybe they really heard from another coach that you're good but they don't know you for sure so if you get on the phone and you say how's recruiting process going and you go you know you're the, my first coach i've spoken to it can rub them the wrong way because they're like "Ooh, like why am i the only one talking to this kid like maybe he's got an attitude issue maybe i don't know enough about him on the flip side if you do if you've happened to not to talk to anybody you can tell them the truth go you're the first coach i spoke to you're my favorite school if that's true like don't lie um And that's okay too. But I have to tell you, it makes a huge difference if you say, I have have spoken to another number of other schools. uh, And I'm really excited to be on the phone with you today. And I'm still working on the process. I've sent the video. They've cut my games. I've gone to a couple ID camps. You want to say you've been doing things. It makes the coaches considerably more excited and confident in their own decision that they picked you to speak to. So now, what questions should you have for them and i want to touch a little bit more on what questions they'll have for you sorry so for you they're going to say you know how's the recruiting process going tell me what your schedule is looking like how is school going obviously you can tell the truth with all this they're just trying to get to know you as a person and you want to be really confident drop your voice say hello yes sir no sir or coach they like extra polite they'll tell you to stop being so polite and good Then you can go back. It's like it's better to overdress than underdress. Then they're gonna say to you, What's one of your, what would you say one of your strengths are? That can sometimes happen on the second call, but at some point it will come. What are one of your strengths? And you wanna be completely honest. Like, you know, to be honest with you, coach, I think what my strength is my technical ability. I'm short, but because of I because I'm short, I've worked on it a lot. And I think it's my strength. Now, the coaches already think have an idea. At this point, if you're on a phone call, they've probably seen you play in person. They already have an idea of what your strength is, but they want to see what your level of confidence is. Remember, confidence in this world is so much whether you perform well or not. So the coaches are kind of testing your confidence because, again, you're going to be playing under a lot of pressure once you play for them. And they want to be sure that like you can handle it. So being confident with your strength is great flip side with the weaknesses. It's also good. You'd say, Hey coach, one thing I'm working on actually because of you, because at your ID camp, you told me X, Y, Z, or because I watched one of your, your game clips, that would be extra awesome. If you're like, I saw your, your outside backs overlap. You know, one thing I'm working on is my decision-making, the ability to make decisions faster. And that's a pretty good one just across the board because college coaches you know, decision making faster is what college coaches always want you to be good at. So I just gave you an answer that you can pretty much use. And it's universally pretty much perfect when college coaches ask you those questions on the call, saying your weakness is, I want to work on making faster decisions is a great one. Now, if you say my weakness is my speed, that's a bad idea, because college coaches don't want to hear that you're don't have speed. So I would use decision making when they ask you what your weakness is. Now, these are the questions they've I right, proposed to you. What are your strengths and weaknesses? Um, how is the recruiting process going? Tell me about school. Tell me about your schedule. Tell me where you're from. You know, if you have an elevator pitch, which with our students, we do practice, you want to be mindful on like just saying it unless they ask you. But, you know, you could be honest to go coach. You know, I really am excited to talk to you today. I've I've been working really hard. I train twice a day and I travel a lot and I'm just excited to talk to you today. And if they say, hey, tell me more, then you can go into like your personal story. But don't just jump into this is why I think I'm a good fit for your team. You know, let them let them lead the conversation. Okay, now the my favorite part of phone calls is what you ask them. Okay. This is really how I got my Fulbright scholarship and how students in my experience get the offers. And of everything I talked to you guys about, this is my favorite thing to talk about. The emails are awesome. The videos are good to fix. Look, I'm a soccer junkie i played pro for 10 years i played college soccer i played all growing up so of course i love the video stuff and the email templates and things but this is the human part that's really where you get your scholarships in my opinion in addition to being a good player so first of all you want personal things so ask about them why do they like x school How did you get into coaching? What position did you play? Ask about them. Okay. That they'll be like, wow, this is an adult. So that's, that's number one. Number two, when the next questions are, I want it to be about the team. So you want to be like, you know, what formation does your team normally play? I looked it up already. It looks like a four, five, one. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, you could say, If you were to describe your system of play, how would you describe it? Is there a professional soccer team that you model after? Because then I can go study them during the year and get to know you better. Now, a lot of you are like, oh my gosh, this is so much work for one team and there's hundreds of teams. I don't want you to do this for every single team that has interest in you. You need to get the interest first, earn the right to play college soccer. Then once you've got the interest, you're going to get to pick which schools you want to spend this much time on. Uh, And that's really important. Okay, so now you've asked them, etc. Now, the next question can be about academics. You can say, "You know, how is it that the students balance school and sport? You know, what do you have and what do you propose with your students?" The reason I really do like this as a potential for you is because college coaches want to know that you care about school, which is why they ask about your GPA. Because if you don't do well in school, you won't be able to play for the team, right? There's rules. Second, Coaches, there's like a point system that coaches are judged on by the admissions, based on how many of their students graduate, as well as what GPAs they get and how many get academic honors. So if you say to them, you know, how do most players balance school and sport? And they'll say, oh, it's really important about time management, da 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 da. But asking about that is important, and they'll also probably tell you, look, every single week we check in with our students, make sure that their grades are going well. He could say, hey, do you have a? Are you not good at time management? And you go, hi coach, no, I, you know, I, I, I'm playing at these clubs. I have X grades. I, I'm, I was only asking because I find academics really important. And as I'm picking my schools, I, I want to find a school that also finds academics important. And I'm really glad to hear that you have a plan in place for your students. You know, these coaches don't expect you to know anything. So it's a good question to ask. Now, when it comes to scholarships, right, like how much scholarship am I need? That's like a second, third phone call. That's not going to happen on the first one. We'll get into negotiating scholarships in a minute in the next, like a different, a different uh, video here, a different podcast rather. But these are the questions I want you to ask during this process. I hope this was really helpful. If you have any questions, please give me a call. Links in the bio. And I look forward to helping you through your college soccer journey. Talk soon.